0: Saturday Morning Outdoors featuring Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. The greatest place to learn about going into the outdoors. One of the best, Kent Brown, showed us how to get it done. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. I listen to you every week. Just love your show. Always an inspiration. Always makes me want to go out and go fishing. It's three hours of the best in outdoor entertainment. Informative. to Informative. I learned a lot of stuff. They're entertaining and
1: they're real informative.
0: Except Saturday Morning Outdoors. And it starts now.
1: Now.
2: It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. We'll take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros. And now,
3: here's the host
2: of Ultimate
3: Bass Tournament Pro, Kent Brown. Hey guys, it's Saturday morning, January the 29th. How can it be the end of January already? Oh man, I fishing is kicked off. You know, we've been talking about... For a month and a half or so. Oh, things are starting to happen. Things are kicking off. Things are going. Oh man. Tournaments have kicked off for sure. And, uh, we've got, uh, we've got events, uh, close and across the country. The Wild West Bass Trail, Lake Shasta kicked off their pro-am circuit. Uh, man, there's just so many events, uh, just in the, in the, you know, near future. Gosh darn got to uh got to keep an eye on all of those and we're going to be uh, we're actually going to be hopping in the truck with the guys all the guys uh in the in the top 10 right now. Well, actually I think they're all in the top 6 if we want to get uh, get really right into it, but uh yeah, we're going to be uh, uh we're going to be hopping in the truck with uh let's see Nick Wood, he's in 3rd, Double G, he's in 5th, uh, Greg Gutierrez and Cody Meyer in 6th. So yeah, it's a who's who up there. Phil Garcia leading that tournament with uh 1250. So we'll talk about that when we get the guys uh on the phone as well and uh who's doing what and uh it is a, a who's who is spotted bass fisherman and that one um well, that one delta guy uh don't know what he's doing with that punching rod but Ishman Rose in ninth so uh it should be fun to watch. We're gonna uh uh we're gonna be hanging out with those guys a little bit. We're going across the country. Um Major League fishing. The uh the pro circuit is uh is Sam Rayburn. Big Sam in Texas. It got ugly yesterday uh, causing the, uh, day two to be canceled and, uh, all the guys, I don't know, man. I saw pictures of skeet golfing, uh, him and Jimmy hanging out doing tackle, you know, just everybody was, uh, had a day off. So, uh, we, uh, we will, uh, we'll be catching up. You know, I had an opportunity to talk to Phil Dutra. He's, uh, uh, you know, he's last year's Toyota series angler of the year. He's kind of picked it up. He's moved to Alabama. And, uh, and now back there fishing on the, uh, on the MLF, uh, pro tour, but it was his first day, first, uh, tournament, first day and, uh, a rough one, you know, sitting down there in about 110th place. Uh, but just kind of got in, uh, got to talk about, you know, his whole, um, you know, adventure going back there. So that was kind of cool. And we're going to be going live all the way to Florida. Um, yeah, Bryant Smith, you guys hung out with him at the ISC demo Tech last week, and he's all the way back in Florida already. Uh, I've been seeing pictures of him. We're going to hop in with, uh, with the guy that's living the dream, man. Bassmaster, uh, Bassmaster classic qualifier. He was our federation champion, uh, Bassfed champion out here, uh, last year. And, uh, he's qualified to go to the classic qualified, to go to the elite series, fish in the opens. Um, our buddy, Matty Wong. So we're going to talk to the Hawaiian kids, see how he yeah, had that little cold snap in Florida is treating him. Uh, but they've, uh, they've hooked the boats up and those guys have made it all the way across the country. So Matty's in Florida now, uh, and we're going to get an opportunity to talk to him headed to, uh, uh, the Kissimmee chain actually for the very first, um, Southern Open. So we'll get an opportunity to, uh, to talk to him as well. Last week, uh, the International Sportsman's Expo and, uh, Sacramento. We, uh, we wrapped it up. Four days at Cal Expo and, you know, heard, heard great things, heard, oh, you know, it's not like it used to be. Oh, really? Okay. There was this, the last time we were all in Sacramento for the ISC show, the country had not heard of COVID yet. Okay. Uh, a few people I think caught it, but they hadn't heard of it yet. Um, and two years later, you know, I, I love these guys well, the show's not like it used to be. Really? <laughs> I'll be darned. Uh, yeah, you know, but it was, uh, it was still a good show. Yeah. There were less booths. Uh, there were a lot of folks who just flat didn't show up. Uh, and a lot of them didn't even tell anybody they weren't going to show up so that, uh, you know, by showtime, uh, they could have readjusted some things, but yeah, we were down some booths and we were down some attendance, obviously. Um, some of the requirements to get in to the show, be it a Vax card, be it a negative test, um, you know, may have had some people go Ah, i 'll go next year, but the good part is is uh, I think we 're going to have it next year you know that 's kind of the good thing and and uh, uh the international sportsmans Expo did a great job. I do want to thank man all of the all of the guys who climbed up on the demo tank every hour um and and gave it their all and and uh they just you know just the a team man i mean they, you know if you got an opportunity to to hang out with any one or two of the seminar speakers uh at the demo tank you uh you realize just you know how much those guys put into uh their craft and uh so really man the whole the whole lineup of speakers and from you know from from a few guys who climbed on the demo tank for the first time in their lives to some you know seasoned old veterans who uh were doing their 33rd international sportsman's expo uh consecutively on the demo tank so uh yeah i did actually climb up on the tank a couple times it was fun uh, I will tell you, I, you know, I, I, was, I had a really good seminar Sunday. I, I felt like it was going pretty well. And, uh, Luke Johns was the last seminar. You know, he's 23 years old. Um, you know, kids doing great, but this is, you know, sometimes, sometimes the old guys roll into your time frame a little bit. So I told him I was doing it. It wasn't all that bad. Uh, but it was, uh, it was fun. We had a great, uh, had a great bunch of fish, man. Gosh, the, uh, California Department of Fish and Wildlife brought us another awesome display of fish, um, from the California Delta. So thanks to, uh, uh, to the whole crew at, uh, at California Department of Fish and Wildlife. Max and the whole crew that go down there and, uh, and bring us those Delta fish and then get them back safely in the Delta, uh, Sunday when the show's over. So they, uh, uh, they come back in and take them all back out of the tank and load them up and take them back down, uh, to the same launch ramp where we, where we, uh, pulled them out of. And, uh, and put them back in to the Delta. So I think we're going to jump into a set of breaks. we got so much going on, we're going to need to buy a little time here. So stick around, guys. Ultimate
2: Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back.
0: Marine electronics on the market today—they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive Advantage Service Program. The new Live Series with active imaging and three-in-one sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance.
5: The cat action in the casino offering the newest in slots and table games and the steakhouse and bar and now it's time for doc talk hey
3: guys it is time for doc Talk, talking real quick it's happening <clears throat> it is uh it's that time and uh the fish are starting to bite it clearly there's a lot of uh, a lot of tournaments coming up congrats to uh to crutch and uh and and brad amadeo last weekend knocking down the uh, uh, the first of the, uh, new gin tournaments over there as well in, uh, a good field, about, uh, about 70 boats over there for Clear Lake. Uh, so that's pretty good in January, but it's happening, man. It's A-rig time. It's, uh, it's swim bait time. It's lipless baits time. It's jerk bait time. And, uh, the launching, no problem. You can launch in the oaks. You can launch in Red Bud and you can launch up in Lakeport still at all the ramps. So, uh, lake has come up. Uh, it still needs water. We still need rain, but, uh, the lake has come up about, uh, uh, about a foot over Rumsey, I think, is where we're at right now. But uh bite's pretty good. Grab your A-Rig and make plans to get up to Clear Lake.
2: And now back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey guys,
3: we're back. One of the cool things about being back in our five o'clock original time slot and, uh, and being able to hook up with the guys is they head out, uh, on the water, you know, and, uh, it, it just, I've got all three of the guys on hold. Uh, so I'm going to say it I have all three of them on hold. I just want you to know the other guys are on hold. Uh, so, you know, I mean, I don't want anybody, I, but want to be transparent, man. If somebody says something on the radio show, uh, I want him to know that uh, that there are other anglers that are in the top ten with him uh, that are also on. So we're gonna hop all the way up here, twelve thirteen yesterday, sitting in third. Andy's driving that new Ranger R boat. Uh, one of the locals up there, man. We're gonna hop in the truck with my old buddy Nick Wood as he heads to the lake. I just wanted you to know, man. You got Cody Meyer and Double G uh, who are on hold right now. They can hear the show.
6: Oh, well, that's that's all right. Me and Cody talked last night
3: anyway, so I <laughs> well the beans to him. <laughs> man, it's a it's kind of a who's who of uh, Lake Shasta and spotted bass fishermen. Phil Garcia leading the tournament. He had a big one, four seventy four yesterday. Jeff Michaels, never a shock when he's up there uh, at Shasta. You're sitting in third, Nick Mark Gomez in fourth, Double G fifth, Great uh, Cody Meyer in sixth. Jason Austin in seventh, Glenn Lockhart in eighth, Ish Monroe in ninth. I don't know what the hell he's doing with that punching rod. And Cliff King is intense. Pretty good, pretty good lineup, man. Chasing you guys down.
6: Yeah, we got a we got a pretty good stacked field there, but yeah, it's it's um you know the it's it's still it's anybody's game. It's it's kind of boiling down to if you can get that big bite each day. Yeah. Um, everyone that done good, it seemed like they had a pretty good one good bite and then solid fish to go along with them, but. I know uh, Cody and I were fishing pretty close to each other, and, and fishing pretty close to Jeff. So it's it's just if you can get that bite, you, you know it separates you. I'm just glad I got I got one yesterday. Give me a little bit of a cushion to try to make the cut. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we'll, you... uh, we're gonna go. I got a long day today. I got a 5:30 weigh-in, so we're gonna we're gonna grind at them as hard as I can and see what happens.
3: I might be too old to fish that long a day. Are you kidding me, man? That thing is. Uh... <laughs> You guys are going to blast off at, uh, you know, 730 or so, probably. It's a huge field, 180 boats up there for a Wild West or 178, something like that, but a huge field, great field for them up there. It's going to be a great payday. Uh, but you know, it's, uh, it, it's a long day. I saw those last flights coming in at 530. I went, wow, that's dark.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The sun's down by the time we're, we're, we're yeah, it's, it's, we're, the problem that the launch because the lake's so low, getting off the water is another problem. It's it it just takes a long time. We're I'm fishing with Bill Townsend today, so we're going to be probably getting off the water around seven thirty tonight. Oh man, you've
3: got a so. heck, you've got a heck of a draw and and uh, a guy that uh, that may know more about Lake Shasta than you do. Uh, you know, yeah, he's sitting in the truck, <laughs> he's listening to us. Oh man, what a, what am I dear? What am I dear old Lake Shasta buddies, Billy Townsend and uh, and a great fisherman up there and a uh a guy that is uh fishing on the co-angler side now not chasing it like he used to but man he's uh he was uh a many time lake shasta champion won a lot of tournaments up there so uh not a bad guy to have uh in the back of the boat for you up there so
7: well you you know you're also
3: you're also chasing that ranger cup money in that new r boat so uh so that's a pretty good deal yep yeah absolutely i'm i'm uh i'm giving everything i got (laughs) so we'll uh we'll We'll see what we can come up with. All right, buddy. Well, hey, we're going to let you and Billy get in the water. And, uh, it's always fun when, uh, we get to hop in the truck with you when you're headed to the lake. And, uh, and it's always cool to, uh, to get to hang out with you guys, but, uh, wish you the best of luck, buddy. I think I'm going to be at the weigh-in today. Uh, so bring me a bag of fish, would you? Sounds yeah, good. Thanks, Kent. All right. You got it. We're going to hop right over, uh, and we're going to jump in the truck. Uh, let's see, you're gonna handle the phone lines for me in there. Let's just do that, cause I'm gonna hit the wrong buttons. He's sitting in fifth with 1068, our buddy from the Frenzy Bait Company, Double G Greg Guterres. What's going on, G?
6: Well, good morning, all. We're uh, we're driving up to the lake. You know, it's another spotted bass uh, extravaganza going on up here.
3: <laughs> well, you yeah. know, uh, I, I wonder if I wonder if you and Cody both just went with wait. Bill Townsend's in the boat with Nick. That's not fair. I know it's not shared weight. I know, but right? Still, I mean, that's a that's a great partner to have in the boat. But uh, but a lot of great co anglers up there uh, in the tournament. And man, no surprise when I look down the list of the top ten. Uh see you uh see you sitting up there in fifth with a with another chance at a big trophy from Lake Shasta.
6: Who let the dogs out. I'll tell you the thing about Billy, uh Billy Johnson is is he was such a, he is an amazing stick. And matter of fact, I'm s i am I still hold a, a grudge against him for taking that ranger boat I was gonna win by he took it by 1,200s of a pound or something like that <laughs> with a jerkbait with with the last stop of the day it was uh, it was really a frustrating deal but man, isn't it funny it how
3: a bass fisherman can isn't it funny how a bass fisherman cannot remember fifteen things his wife tells him to do before <laughs> he leaves for a tournament. But he can remember twelve one hundredths of a pound from twenty one years ago uh, and who the guy yeah. was that took it away from him and exactly what he caught that fish on yeah I love that
6: exactly exactly <laughs> it's true. What's your name anyway <laughs> yeah yeah what's your name
3: oh man, so I'm sure hey, I've got Cody on hold, so you know be careful what you tell Cody meyer but uh uh i'm sure not, I'm not sure you've got a frenzy nail in your hand.
6: you know I have nailed a few um but i've i've been i've been burning the wheel off the off the merk on this one i ha- i have been covering some some ground and uh and fishing slow. It's not been one of the deals, um, but I have stopped here and there and picked up a few decent fish. But is it um, tough, Greg,
3: with yeah. 180 boats up on Shasta with the water levels? Is the lake fishing small?
6: Well, it is. It not only is the fishing small, the fish are the fish are really not that active. You know, the bites that you do get are really soft and subtle. You got to really be you got to really be on that. You got to have the sensitive rods, um, and and you really do have to you you really have to do it. You have to pay attention to what's going on. The bites, the bites, just off. It reminds me of the good old days when six and a half pounds would make the cut, you
3: know. Yeah, exactly. And just that one fish is uh, is going to make a big difference, isn't it?
6: Right. I didn't. I didn't have a kicker yesterday. I. I mean, I had solid fish across the board. So I'm. I'm really hoping to get one of those kickers today. I mean, I'm. I'm fishing around them. I know that, but it's just. uh, It's just. You just got to get them in the boat.
3: Are you are you running a little milk run? Are you going to run the same stuff today, or are you expanding or cutting it down? What's your plan? I'm going
6: I'm to, yeah, I'm going to expand today. I, I drew a uh, I drew a coangler that I fished with many many times before, and the guy's a terrible netter. Matter of fact, you forgot a net one time up here for real. I, I still haven't forgiven myself for doing that because it cost me. It cost me some some weight. But uh, yeah, I'm going out by myself. It's just going to make it a lot easier. For oh, that guy's a te-
3: that guy's a terrible netter. <laughs>
6: Uh, yeah, he forgot the net. That's what he did. Oh, nice, nice. Well, you know, yeah.
3: I mean, that's, uh are you do, you, do you like that idea of fishing by yourself? I mean, I know you do a lot of it in the Apex. I know you do a lot, you know, that you've done that in Bassmaster throughout your career. Do you like that or do you feel like, man, I, I'd like to have a net man with a spotted bass?
6: No, actually, I'm really comfortable with uh, with getting fish in the boat by myself. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I'm not. I don't have anybody else to blame, and it's all good for me. But and nobody to give you any gas.
3: Nobody to that guy's going to stiff you for gas money too. Just so he's you know,
8: he's
6: going to stiff me for gas money. That's what I told Bobby last night. <laughs> yeah, my partner's going to stiff me for sure. But no, I can pop the trolling motor, you know, and. And uh throw that motor guy down and just move on to the next spot. And I don't have to say, Hey, put your life jacket on. Let's get ready to go. I'm gonna give you a two guest warning Right. anything like that. I could just I can just go by my reactions and let the wolf run, you know. Well, I look forward
3: to seeing uh, everybody and uh and it's gonna be uh uh a fun one, man. It's gonna be a fun one to keep an eye on. It's gonna be fun to uh uh you know, gonna be fun to kind of watch this, uh, top 10 as it shakes out. So, buddy, I always appreciate oh, you letting yeah. us hop in the truck with you as you're headed to the lake. And, uh, uh, I know that, uh, I know that it's gonna be a long day out there today, but, uh, it's gonna be, gonna be interesting to see who winds up in that top 10 up there.
6: You got it. Stacked field in the top 10. It's, it's, uh, it's a bag full of hammers for sure, you know. I Buddy. just got the nails to uh, to
3: make it happen. Exactly right, you know. I mean, and and you go down that list. Like I said, I don't know what the hell Ish is doing with that punching rod, but the rest of the guys are pretty <laughs> much spotted bass hammers, you know. So, uh, it, uh and Ish's been yeah. holding his own, you know. I I, I think Ish's learned how to fish the fly and a few other things. Yeah, that is correct. He's got his cricket floating out there. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right, well we're gonna, we're going to let you go and uh and we're going to hop in the truck uh with Cody. Double G Greg Gutierrez, follow along. Best place to uh track you down, buddy. Uh
6: greggutierrezfishing.com, uh frenzybaits.com, uh doubleg.pro.angler on Instagram.
3: Nice. Okay. Nice. All right, buddy. Best of luck today, man. Be careful, be safe. You got it. Always fun. We get to hop in the truck with Double G. Let's hop in the truck now. Bass Pro Tour uh, angler and uh, our old buddy Cody Meyer sitting in six ten thirty three. You know, I I wasn't sure if you knew that top ten list when I read it off to you.
9: Uh, I was not, buddy. I was not because <laughs> I'm uh, I'm a little tired this morning. Are you? <laughs> i am i don't know man i'm not in fishing shape yet you know i uh <clears throat> i'm glad i'm fishing here before we get on the uh the, the bass pro tour here but uh yeah no i didn't check it out i i you know i heard nick say um you know like you said i we we're fishing next to each other and in jeff so i knew what those guys had and of course glenn lockhart but uh right. you know the field is uh it's definitely stacked
3: yeah a lot of great a lot of great spotted bass fishermen for sure and uh uh, you know, I, the guy that flies under the radar, man, who's just, and you and I are very dear friends with him. Uh, I know you fish with him a lot, but it's Glenn Lockhart. The guy's an absolute oh, yeah. hammer. I mean, he is an, he's a spotted bass
9: hammer. He is. You know what though? He's just a, uh, he's a fisherman. I mean, if you take him trout fishing, steelhead fishing, sturgeon, whatever it is, he catches them. And you know, Glenn is a, a truly a dear friend to me. I can remember being 16 years old uh at lake oroville one of the guys that that started taking me out as a you know as a young kid and he's taught me so much so you know he's a, a truly a good friend a really good fisherman and uh he can he can definitely catch some spotted bass that's for sure
3: well i read uh, i read in uh, one of the deals last night that ish Monroe said that he was fishing a cody meyer and brent ayler Com, you know combo, but a Cody Meyer a spinning rod from Iowa. So uh, apparently he doesn't have the punching rod in his hand.
9: <laughs> hey, I wouldn't think so. I mean, I know, I know Ish is the uh, the you know the big Delta guy, but he definitely you know he gets out to McClure and New Malona's just probably to break his boat in. But yeah. he gets out there one day a year at least. And, exactly. I think he he's, what he's doing.
3: I think I think he's figured out the float and fly a little bit. And is that uh, is that bait coming into play uh, at Shasta this week?
9: You know, not really. It is, but it, you know, I think it's always going to a little bit when it's cold like this. But not really for me. It's it's weird. The fish are they're so just finicky and weird. And you know, Greg touched on it. They like stuff really, really slow right now. So you think the fly, but uh, some of them are you know they're suspended out a little bit deeper and they're just they're roaming so much for me that it's hard to to kind of sit there with the float and fly because you know, the fly is good on structure, like, a you know, rock outcropping, something like that. Right. And when they're out, you know, Just 20, cruising. 30 feet off of that, it's hard. Yeah. It makes it, it, makes it tough to, uh, to be, you know, efficient throughout the day. So spotted bass right
3: now are thinking that they're there's, they think they're trout, don't they?
9: I think the trout and I think, oh, I want to get in Jeff Michael's boat and, <laughs> uh, and Nick Wood's boat and run for my boat. But no, hopefully, hopefully, uh, we can we can catch some big ones, like say no big ones yesterday. Saw some big ones. Saw Jeff Michaels. Co Angler catch a giant one. Yeah, I think and, I think uh, he's uh, leading
3: Jeff's the event, right? On the Co Angler side.
9: He is, yeah. And about three minutes into the day, his co caught a like a almost a five pounder. So definitely a big bass. It's it's anyone's game. You know, you catch a couple nice ones and you're in there. If you catch seven pounds today, you're out of there. So <laughs> right. it's uh gonna be tough for sure.
3: Well you don't have much time, man. You're uh you've gotta be in uh you've gotta be in what uh Texas next week? Louisiana next week?
9: Yeah, Louisiana practice starts on the third. So for me it's gonna be it's gonna be a scramble. You know, I gotta get straight out there. And uh whatever day I'm I'm eliminated from the tournament, you're gonna hit the road. You're gonna hit the road, yeah. I'm gonna enjoy Shasta. You know, I only get to fish it maybe you know, seven eight days a year if I am lucky, and uh, just love coming down here. So, hopefully, you know, I could obviously fish today, and hopefully, I can fish tomorrow just to uh, get one more one more shot on Shasta.
3: Exactly, right. I know it's uh, I know it's one of your favorite places. And and uh, how many years ago was that that you won the Bassmaster uh, tournament on the co angler side up there? That goes back a few years.
9: Gosh, two thousand three four. <laughs> two i don't know somewhere around that you were a puppy cody meyer
3: long time yeah long 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 time it was it was a long time ago all right man give me an idea give me give me a give me an idea of a couple of baits that are tied on uh, the rods on the deck of your boat
9: oh man i got a whole slew of stuff a lot of worms we're gonna be dragging little worms deep uh you know y'all hula grub y'all of course and uh you know, those are going to be the staples, and then I got some swim bait stuff. Just to try to catch a big one, so you know. Oh. Hopefully, hopefully get a big bite on a swim bait, and then if not, it's going to be Yamamoto stuff for sure. You're all over the board. Are you up the lake already? Uh, no, no, no. Oh. I'm just, I'm uh, plugging the boat. Yeah, I'm kind of taking my time.
3: You're running behind. <laughs>
9: <laughs> I'm running behind. Oh, yeah. Running behind. We, we, gotta get let, that
3: coffee. we gotta let him go. We gotta let him get on the water, old oh, buddy Cody Meyer, uh, getting ready to, uh, head on the water today. Lake Shasta sitting in sixth place, 1033. Uh, go out there and, uh, just don't let, don't let Ish catch you. Okay.
9: Hey, will do, bud. All
3: right, buddy. Cody Meyer getting ready to head out today. Always fun when we get to hop in the truck with the guys in the top 10, uh, the Wild West Pastoral Pro-Am up at Lake Shasta. Stick around, guys.
2: Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back.
4: Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County Muscle sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
7: Still building legends Rieta series of fish and ski fiberglass boats or the all-new Rieta pontoon line, gone fishing marine in Dixon online at GFmarine.com or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com.
6: Are you looking for something different than what every other angler is using on your favorite lake? Are you into 100 all-American handmade wooden swim baits, crankbaits, lipless baits, wake and walk the dog baits? Do you like using big baits and catching big fish? If so, then check out the Ketchup Carol Bait Company's line of custom handmade baits at com or at Tackle Warehouse. Wondering if these baits really work? Check out Rich's YouTube videos and watch what his baits do on Spring Lake in Santa Rosa, where all his testing is done.
2: And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown.
3: I heard Cody talking about having to go coast to coast uh headed to Louisiana. We talked to Bryant Smith. He hung out with us at the uh, ISE show and uh and right after the show hopped in the truck and drove all the way uh to Kissimmee, Florida. This guy did the same thing and uh, he was the uh he was the champ at the uh at the TNT Fireworks Bass Nation Championship uh, and earned a spot into the Bassmaster. Classic, the Bassmaster Elite Series. And, uh, and he, uh, he kind of documented a pretty cool ride across the country. I don't know. I don't know how the kid from Hawaii is holding up with all this snow, but let's find out. Uh, our buddy Matty Wong joins us. What's going on, man? It looked like, uh, it did not look like the, the Hawaiian kid was enjoying the snow. <laughs> How's it going, Ken? Thanks Good for having me man. me, man. It, uh, it, it did, it did not look like your kind of weather. And, and from what I hear from the weather report, it's not really like Florida either right now. We're talking about Florida in the forties.
1: Yeah, no, I'm uh, I, I'm safely here. Um I just it's uh it was definitely a trek. Um I I hit a really, really bad snowstorm um when I got into Texas and uh I uh I drove through snow through New Mexico and then dropped down into Texas and it was so bad that the the roads were covered with over a foot of uh, foot of snow.
3: Well, I know uh, I know you're towing with a with a brand new Tundra. How would how do?
1: You know what? Um it did phenomenally. Yeah. Uh I would I would recommend taking off the lane assistance um and making sure you're driving in high four. Um <laughs> and uh yeah, I I had a pretty close call. Um but uh you know, everything everything was okay and I'm I'm blessed that everything. Oh is, man. Uh,
3: Well, you know, it was was just a few months ago, man, you went back and you won the Bass Nation tournament in a 31 year old ranger boat, uh, that was kind of, you know, handed down to you and, and now, man, you're looking, you're driving a brand new tundra, looking in the mirror of a, of a brand new ranger, uh, and headed to Florida. Are you, have you pinched yourself a few times and went, man, is this, am I really going to the Bassmaster Classic in 30 days?
1: You know, it definitely has, man. I, I definitely looked in the rearview mirror to make sure she was still there, you know? Oh,
3: <laughs> <It's laughs> uh, yeah. It's, more it's more than a, a dream. It, it's a great story, man. It is really a great story. And, and, uh, and I think it's good for you to get a, to get a Southern open, uh, to get an elite series tournament kind of under your belt before you head to the classic. I think it's a, I think that's a benefit for you a little bit
1: no i completely agree you know i just um you know i'm, I'm actually sitting in the new ranger right now um i have a i'm taking the day off um you know i've been driving the past four days so right. taking the day off today to to rig up i got my uh i got a new shipment of Bass rods in and um a bunch of sims w- uh winter gear so i'm 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 gonna just try to like organize the things that i need and um kind of get ready for a first day of practice tomorrow but like you said it's it's not typical Florida weather from what I hear, um, but I also hear that it, it will actually help these fish out a little bit. So we'll see uh, where it goes. But, um, you know, I think getting the experience of running with the big dogs for a couple of derbs um, just to kind of get my, my head set in a place that, you know, I, I did work hard to get to the this spot where I am and, and that um, I deserve to be here with the rest of them. So, but that's yeah. always a huge mental block when you're, when you're, um, you know, pretty new to all this, and and you're getting the fish against guys you've looked up to for, you know, over 10, 15 years. So exactly.
3: Have you thought? Have you put? Have you put a lot of a lot of thought in? Uh, in you know, just looking at the, uh, looking at the uh, the Bassmaster Classic. I mean, have you have you really kind of looked at that place?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I've done all the, all the possible research that I can do uh, from afar. Um, and so I, I try to, uh, you know, keep that in mind is, is you can do all the research you can do from a computer um, and, and make sure you, you, you know, and, which that does come in handy. Um, and so I have all the all the right tools uh, in my head of what I want to do. Um, and now it's just trying to see. Uh, what parts of the lake I want to break down and, and, and where I want to turn, uh, you know, these certain sections into smaller sections um, yeah. to, to kind of digest into an uh, easier plate size. Cause I think coming from California um, fisheries, it's, you know, and, and also like Hawaii too, is just everything's so tiny. Um, and so I think, uh, you know, it's easy to get spun out on, on the amount of water that you can, you can cover Uh, and so just trying to keep a a, the right mindset um being able to break things down those lakes are so massive
3: they're so massive back there you know i mean we in california even you know we start thinking about a you know oh well clear lake's big or this lake's big They're, they're nothing compared to those lakes back there
1: yeah it's uh It's definitely pretty daunting.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So how was, uh, how was packing up your life, man? How was, how do you get everything, everything you're going to have to need for the rest of the year uh, in one truck and one boat?
1: Oh man, that's a process. Uh, Are
3: you a, are you, are you a tackle maggot or do you kind of keep things uh, down to a a minimum?
1: You know, uh, there's, obviously i mean like if you, if you saw my apartment before i moved it my living room had a tackle wall attached to it nice I, it was um you know I, I definitely love tackle but i think breaking down um to the essentials and uh but then also knowing that you know you're going to need backup so you know i've just made sure that you know with my with my refill orders that uh, I i have enough but not too much and and, um, and and definitely enough uh, when it comes to different colors and and, did and whatnot. You, uh, did you move
3: out of your apartment completely?
1: Yeah, I I had to. I, there's no way for it was just going to be too expensive to for it to sit empty for so, for nine months. So
3: basically, you're homeless, is what you're telling us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I guess, but you know the, the cool thing about the, the the bass world and the fishing industry is that you know there's so many incredible people out there that really like oh, you know open their doors to to anglers like me and 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 treat me like family. So yeah. you know I'm, I'm super blessed to have some really incredible connections. Are you traveling and, with uh,
3: anybody back there this year?
1: Uh, no, sir. I'm doing this thing all solo. All solo. Yeah.
3: I may have to hook you up with Bryant Smith, okay? Because you guys are both coming from yeah. the West Coast, dude. You you and Bryant need to you and Bryant need to, you know, put some things together here. Save each let's other some it. money, would you? Okay? I, 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 yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I mean I mean I followed him all the way to Kissimmee too. He was sending me messages about the same type of deal, driving in the snow. So uh no, absolutely, yeah. man. And and uh it's gonna be cool. I'm gonna uh I'm gonna get to see its classic and uh you know, don't forget that you're you know, you're gonna need a you're going to need nice clothes for the night of champions banquet. Just don't forget that. Okay. <laughs> you know, I know how you Hawaiians are. You may show up in flip-flops and shorts.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll have a nice press. Aloha shirt. <laughs> a <nice> press aloha
3: <laughs> shirt. <laughs> That'll be awesome, man. But buddy, we're, we're fans, man. I mean, we're, we want to definitely follow along and, and see what's, uh, uh, what's going on. And, and, uh, you don't know him, but my old buddy, Mike Graber just wandered in here. He's now living in Tennessee, uh, right down there. What, what lake are you on again? He's right on Lake Chickamauga. So if you get to Chick, dude, I got
1: a place for you to stay. Okay. Well, I'm. I'm going to take him up on that because I'm actually, I need a place to stay in chicks. So. All right. Yeah. We'll hook you up. You'll be all dialed in. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You'll be,
3: you'll, you, can, you can, you can, you can plug in the Gravert garage. Not a problem. He's, uh, he'll take care of you. Uh, and he's, and he's like right across the cove from, uh, from Matt Allen and Tim and all those guys. So you'll be dialed. Oh,
1: awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You'll,
3: you'll, you'll, cool. you, you'll be dialed, man. So, buddy, we're fans. We're, we're wishing you the best. We definitely want to, uh, want to follow along. Can't wait to see how you do. And, uh, and obviously, you know, man, uh, it'd be nice to see you dragging that classic trophy around in that tundra for a few months too,
1: jeez, that'd be the dream right
3: huh not so bad, not so bad, not so bad all right well those uh those are big lizards, okay, so keep your bait away from them down there in Florida because they will eat it all right
6: <laughs> you bet <laughs> all right, buddy you we, gotcha.
3: we wish you the best of luck be safe down there travel safe and uh and we will definitely see you uh in South Carolina in about a month.
1: Sounds good, Ken. Thanks again for having me on, that.
3: You got it, man. Hey, Matty Wong, always fun to hang out with those guys. And, uh, man, a rookie three months ago was driving a 31-year-old boat and an old pickup truck. Now he's headed to the Bassmaster Classic, the tour, and the opens. Yeah, you want to follow this guy. He's fun.
2: Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back.
4: This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of
3: Boating and Waterways. Hey, I hope you got a subscription to Bass Angler Magazine at the ISE show. But if you didn't, no worries. You can go online at BassAnglerMag.com and get that subscription. It's going to help you catch more fish, whether you're right here at home or across the country. Mark Lesane does a great job getting the top riders and the top pros to give you all the latest information. So sign up. About 20 bucks a year. Use the code radio in all caps when you, when you uh, subscribe for your prescription, bassanglermag.com and get it coming to your mailbox and put more fish in the live well. And now back to ultimate bass
2: with Kent Brown. Hey guys,
8: we've talked to this guy a bunch over the years when he's leading tournaments, won tournaments, had great finishes in tournaments. We have not called him when he was in 105th place after the first day. But what a great opportunity for us to hop in the boat with our old buddy Phil Dutra. He's moved to Alabama. He's at his very first uh, MLF. I always mess that up. MLF, uh, you know, tour-level event, the the pro-level tournament. Day two was canceled due to wind. And uh, so now, man, you've had a whole day they're making you sit in the boat and think about it. You're you're like on you got got grounded today. Go sit in the <laughs> boat and think about it is what they did to you, didn't they?
10: They did. They did. And you know, in any sport, you know, when when you don't have a the best of days, you just want to get back out there. So it makes it a little bit worse, you know, sitting around just craving to get back out there.
8: You know the craziest thing about tournament fishermen and and, and I've had this so many times, you know, with my my passion for Clear like is, you know, you go up and have a great tournament, everything's wonderful. You go up and get your butt kicked, and you want to go back the next day, the next weekend. It's just like I want to go back. I need revenge. That's, a, and, that's and it's weird about our sport, isn't it?
10: Yeah, yeah, no, that's a true competitor. You, you know, if you don't want to, then you you might not have the fire that it takes. So, um, you know, so yeah, no, I'm 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 looking forward to get. I am so excited to get back out there tomorrow.
7: So. Well, and,
8: and, and, and believe me, we're not rubbing it in that you're 105th because I think that's a concept that every fisherman could uh, really relate to that. You know what, you, you know, you, you finally taken yourself to the highest level in the sport. Here I am. And, you know, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. You know, I mean, when you, when you back your boat in the water and you look across the, you know, and, and, uh, and it's, you know, Hey, that's, that's Ski Reese. That's, you know, that's, that's uh you know that's mike mcclellan that's all of a sudden all those guys are floating in the marina with you how'd you feel how'd you feel on day one yeah so
10: honestly um i you know i did have a little jitters i you know the big league jitters i guess you would call them right exactly for what you just said you know like you said i'm looking across and there's there's skeet reese and uh justin lucas and you know a handful of these uh guys that you've been watching for your some your whole life or my whole life and um, and now I'm competing against them. So it was, it was, it's obviously super exciting. I wasn't scared or worried, but a little jittery, just, you know, a little, and, 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 and honestly, I, you know, I had, um, I'm really, you know, I'm really good, glad the first days under my belt. And, uh, even though I'm in 105th, I, I definitely wouldn't say bombed. If you look at the, the, how stacked the weights are, I think I'm one pound out super of super tight. And, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like it's Shasta style weights, but yet it's that clear lake or Delta style fishery where, there's 8 and 10-pounders, and you can come in with a 30-pound bag, but yet the weights are stacked like Shasta. So yeah. um, that doesn't intimidate that part. But, you know, the, the good thing that after the day was done and, you know, at least I had a limit, which doesn't really mean a lot. But, you you know, your first day, you don't want to come in without a limit. It, it did really bomb. So I had a limit. I had a, you know, I kept myself in the game for sure. Actually, I, I I, I'm, you know, I'm shooting for a top 50. Originally there was supposed to be, uh, the third day was supposed to be the top 50 cut and I was full, full on intending, you know, fishing for that, which was, I figured I needed about 13 and a quarter pounds, um, roughly to make the top 50. Uh, unfortunately, because today was canceled, um, they're just going to go straight into a top 10 on the third day. So, um, you know, really have to have a huge bag to, to move all the way up to the top 10 cut.
8: But, um, yeah, but yeah, but you got to eyeball uh, that check spot. You got to eyeball that first check spot, don't you? you to, yeah, go, this absolutely. Is what we have to do to to you know to go to the pay window this week.
10: Yeah, and and they pay seventy five places, so I'm only a pound out of seventy fifth, and again
8: two and a quarter pounds
10: out of fiftieth, which fiftieth is a much bigger check. It's almost twice the check. So um, yeah, so you know I, I have a game plan, and uh, you know again again I went out. I was a little jittery when I was fishing. I was fine. I you know I I uh, I did Make a couple mistakes, uh, you know, execution wise, and especially on uh, one first thing in the morning, um, that really hurt me. But at the end of the day, the positive news for me and why I'm excited to go back out and I'm not discouraged being in 105th because one of the weights are so tight is, uh, you know, I thought going in the way that I looked and perceived the lake to be fishing, I figured about 12 pounds a day would probably make the top 50, and it looks like I'm actually dead on, and so what. Help. What was good for my mind was, you know, that's what I thought would take, but I'm like, hey, is that just fishing maybe at a lower level competition, or, you know, am I going to come in and when I think 12 pounds a day is going to take the top 50, you know, it's really going to be 15 a day, and oh my gosh, this is, but it wasn't, it was right where I thought it would be, so I felt good about it, I don't feel like um, I'm out of place, I don't feel intimidated, uh, especially after, like I said, wing and after day one and getting, okay, you know, it's, 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 it's like if I was at home and I was predicting the way the lake was fishing and I felt like I put a good game plan together. I had one big fish spot, which is where I broke a big one off. Um, and then, you know, I filled out a limit and, uh, and it's the lake's fishing, as you guys can see looking at the, the weights there. It's fishing very, very tough for historically for Rayburn. So, um, yeah. So, you know, I, again, overall, I'm, I'm super excited to get back out there. I felt like I actually really wanted to go today because, it was a 25 mile an hour north wind, and it was gonna it was you know gonna blow out a lot of guys that were offshore, and I was in a little protected area, so I thought maybe it would help me out a little bit uh, relative to the rest of the field or a lot of the guys. But it is what it is. That's bass fishing, and you have to roll
8: with the changes, whether it's weather or canceled days or whatever it may be. And Rayburn gets very rough. I mean, I know there were some guys online going, "Oh, the pamphlet was only 15 mile an hour, 20 mile an hour." 20. Rayburn can get really, really ugly. Yeah.
10: Yeah. And, and the thing about Rayburn that uh, is also is, is not only, you know, was, yeah, you could argue that, you know, it wasn't the roughest, but there's nowhere to really, if you're going to run anywhere, it's not like the Delta where it might be rough for a half mile or a mile until you get across the bank and then you can tuck away. You can't really tuck away anywhere. And with all the flo- the, the flooded timber, which is already makes it a dangerous place. The the waves can make it much more dangerous because, you know, if you have four foot rollers in the, in the, the, the uh, timber is only six inches underwater. That creates all kinds of additional issues. So it was probably exactly. the right
8: call. Exactly, exactly. Well, man, we're watching, and obviously a, uh, a fresh batch of uh, of uh, West Coast guys. You're still a West Coast guy. I Don't care, you know where you're getting your mail sent. You're still a West Coast guy. And, always, uh, A fresh batch, <laughs> a fresh batch of West Coast guys fishing. Uh, at that level back there, and then uh, you know some of like you say, man, some of our old favorites, you know the Skeets and Jimmies and, uh, and and J. Luke's and all those guys that are uh, that are back there still uh, competing as well. So it's pretty cool to you know keep an eye you know an eye on that, and we're we're going to be following, man. But it, you know I just thought what a what a cool perspective to get to talk to you after maybe not the you know picture perfect first day, but just what your mind where your mind was, how you were thinking. Uh, as you approach that first day at this at uh, this new adventure in your life, thank you. Yeah, no, it's it
10: was it was uh, yeah it was it was it was extremely exciting. Uh, you know, I keep telling people this is more of a fantasy come true than even a, a dream come true because um, it was never realistic in my life. So I thought, you know, so a lot of people dream of it. They they try to prepare for it. Um, I just figured I'd fish on the west coast at the highest level for the rest of my life, and then doors opened and things change in life and. My wife was totally down um, to go. And so it became a fantasy that became reality. Um, and now here I am. And I'm so inside, excited to embrace every day of it. I'm traveling with my good buddy, Andrew Loberg, who's also a West Coast rookie, uh, who's also mm-hmm. on the tour. And we're having a great time together, um, you know, breaking down lakes and pre-fishing and um, just hanging out and, you know, just trying to enjoy every day and every moment of the adventure. And we're both super hungry. I mean, we, you know, we, we, we you know, we want we want to do well. We didn't come to... Just try it out. We came to hopefully be here for the long run. So, so, so yeah. I'm uh, I am very excited. I said I'm not discouraged at all. I think uh, you know, for me, what's always I think one of the things that's helped me back on the west, and I think it's the same here, is you know, really putting a strategy together in regards to not just going fishing. I mean, you you look at the weights, you look at what you think you need, you prep that way, you know, you give yourself shots. Um, At a home run, but then you also know how to try to get a single and a double, uh, which is kind of what happened when I kind of score some runs. runs. (laughs) Yeah, score some (laughs) runs, keep yourself in the game, and to me, that's what this is all about. It's a chess. It's almost like a chess game, and it's a very strategic game. um, The way that you make decisions based on the data that you can gather and prefish, and what you see. You know, you can go out there and just throw a big bait all day or do something, but you, like you said, you're looking for points, you're looking for checks, you're looking to make cuts, and ultimately, obviously, you're looking to win. And so there's strategy and all that. And so uh, I do feel right at home, especially after the first day. So the jitters are gone. Uh, the reality of the tournament was as what I thought, and it didn't overly blow my expectations away, which is a good thing. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, just catching a couple fish in your first major event, you know, getting that out of the way felt really, really good. So, um yeah yeah man so thank you yeah i appreciate you calling and uh i i i know everyone's fishing Shasta right now and i'm getting a bunch of calls in texas and and that part's that part's a little hard to you know to yeah you want west. to be there i'm sure yeah and you know like you said i'm i always uh will always consider myself a west coast angler, uh regardless of whether i come ever come back or not i mean that's I tell people look that's where i learned how to fish that's where i learned everything that i know i'm sure i'll continue to grow but that's the base of how I got here and uh, my fishing friend family out there, the West coast family is so supportive um, and it's uh it's a great group of guys. So um, I do miss that. I stay in touch with a bunch of the guys and uh, I always will, but I do miss, miss being out there. I'd like to crash maybe an event or two. And, you know, maybe later in the fall, I think there might be an MLF that goes out, a Toyota that goes out to Delta. So I may strategically visit family out there for that, but uh, Perfect yeah. Perfect timing.
8: Perfect timing. Phil do your guys back there fishing the very first MLF, uh pro series event of the year uh the tackle warehouse tour and always fun to uh to catch up buddy go get them day well we call it day two it's day three go get them after uh taking a day off hopefully uh hopefully they bite a little better for you and whatever you do man don't don't poke the bear don't go tell the guy in the big yellow boat that he sucks too okay you can't poke, <laughs> yeah, you can't poke the yellow bear Just no, so i'm you, not poking okay? anybody <laughs> <laughs> he gets uh, all stiff-jawed, and, and then he starts winning when you do stuff like that to him. Yeah. You can't do that. You, know? yeah, you can't. Do that. Yeah. No, let his, brother, let his brother handle that part. So, did Dutra, <laughs> buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, put Thank Put him on you. the carpet for tomorrow, would you?
10: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. I appreciate it.
8: All right. See you, Phil. Take care.
10: Bye-bye.
2: Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. That's Ben Green Insurance, 626 Ben Green Insurance.
3: ultimate and now back to ultimate bass with kent brown i'm not sure what you're playing in that i'm not sure what you're playing in the control room in there jay but that's okay it sounded a lot like seps music and i was like wow i think i ran over in his time frame but nah, i didn't i would have if i could have so uh so that part's not so bad a lot going on guys don't forget uh a lot of tournaments kicking off bbt um you know the Randy's excited. I talked to him about this one yesterday, and uh, the northern region, February 26th, is going to be kicking off back at Barriessa. You know, there hasn't been any tournaments at Barriessa through the entire pandemic period, and uh, and they're going to be back at Barriessa in uh, in February. So that one's going to be uh, uh, going to be slugfest. A lot of folks have not been tournament fishing up there, so uh, it's going to be. Uh, uh, Randy and I were talking to one of the legitimate lakes that uh, that you can catch. Uh, a, a, true, you know, teener fish, that 13 to, to 15 or 16 pound fish, there's still, uh, every once in a while, we see those, uh, we see those kind of pop up. So, uh, but a lot of events, you know, getting, uh, getting ready. Want to remind everybody too, one bass, uh, February 9th through the 11th. They need about seven boaters at Lake Havasu for the Arizona Open. So if you're interested in do, doing that one, contact the folks down at Western Outdoor News and one bass, um, and the FLW Toyota series is coming, uh, to Lake Havasu to kick off the first of three Western events, uh, with the Toyota series. And that's going to be March 3rd through the 5th, also, uh, down at Lake Havasu. So you know what? If you're, uh, if you want to go fish in the sun, you want to go catch some big smallmouth, uh, by the time those tournaments roll around, they're going to be spawning. So both of those events are going to be good. Uh, the one bass Havasu tournament will have a big field, big payback. Uh, they've added a tournament this year in, uh, uh in, April, I think it is, but they're going to be uh, down at Lake Mojave as well. Into March, first part of April, uh, but they're going to be down at Lake Mojave. And then back up here for the California Open. It's shaping up to be a great event at Clear Lake and uh, and obviously the U.S. Open uh, in October down at Lake Mead. So uh, One Bass has some great events coming up um, as well. So definitely look at those, especially if you're a co-angler. Uh, there's still some great events coming, man. I mean, Wild West Bass Trail, Clear Lake. Uh, Nugent's got their first pro am kicking off up at Lake Oroville in March. Um, so, no, they're gonna be at Clear Lake in March. I can't keep all these schedules, but they're gonna be at Clear Lake in March. Uh, the first weekend of March, and that's gonna be a great event. Uh, as well. So a lot of tournaments, uh, shaping up. We are definitely in tournament mode, uh, out here now. So get ready, guys. We're going to be, uh, we're going to be on the road fishing and, and, uh, and getting ready. Everybody's going to be out there. Best of luck. Follow along today. Uh, the weigh-ins for the Wild West Bass Trail kickoff about three o'clock and the Wild West Bass Trail, uh, social media pages and also their YouTube page. You can keep an eye on all the spotted bass anglers up at Lake Shasta. To see who makes the top 10. Uh, and gets to fish tomorrow. It's time. Uh, if the Christmas boxes are still on top of the boat, get them in the rafters. It's time to get that boat ready. Get the batteries charged and uh, get it in and let's go fishing. We'll see you guys on the water.